The following program contains strong language. Not strong like Ryo Hazuki or Supersonic. Strong language like PINGERS! You've been warned. Now get your children out of here, you bum. What? Mate, wake up. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Dude, it's 3 a.m. Not on Radio Sega, it bloody isn't. Alright, let's get on. Let's all wake up to a fresh brew of Sega Sunrise.
Hello one and all and welcome to another brand new Sega Sunrise. If you're listening to this live, it's 8.08am right now and I am Green Viperite here back for a second time to bring you the Hull and Push show. Now we'll get into what that is in just a moment. Before then, let's tell you what you just heard. So to kick off the show from Anamanaguchi featuring Hatsune Miku, that was Miku, the Japanese version. For those of you not in the loop, uh, Hatsune Miku Colourful Stage uh, launched in all territories yesterday. It was previously only available in Japan as Project Sekai Colourful Stage featuring Hatsune Miku, but yesterday it finally launched in the rest of the world in English and potentially some other languages, but I know it launched in English yesterday. They did promise that the English version of that song was originally going to be a timed exclusive to the English version on release day, however that kind of got pushed back because there were some problems with the English launch from what I gathered. So that song didn't come at launch. So that's technically a remix of a song from Colourful Stage. Um, <laughs> I didn't think the English version was going to sell many people on the song who aren't already sold on it. So I went with the Japanese version, which sounds a little bit more polished, a bit less rough around the edge in terms of the vocals. So I went with that one. And then I went with a track from Top Skater, originally made by Pennywise, known as Try to Conform. And well, here we are in the show proper. So for those of you not in the loop on what the Pull and Push show is, we've been kind of quiet about it. It's an entirely original concept I've created. I'm not willing to discuss any further on the subject, but coming up throughout tonight's, well not tonight's, <laughs> that's just force of habit. Coming up through today's Sega Sunrise show, we've got two types of track for you. We've got some incredibly upbeat, happy, poppy tracks, you know, to get you in the mood to kickstart your morning. And also, everyone will be followed up or preceded by an incredibly heavy track. Uh, So, you know, you've already had Top Skaters, you can expect some, have some metal, some punk, some, maybe even some grunge, some rock. Whatever you can think of that fits that category, it could show up in today's Pull and Push show. So I want to give a huge thank you to everyone who's currently tuned in. Thank you ever so much for joining me on this crazy adventure. We've got Resident SD, Mary Tex, I Need Fruit, Superbike. We've also got Silver Sonic, we've got Grey 4, and I'm sure some others as well. So if you want to rear your head in the chat room, if you are listening, that's radiose.ga forward slash discord. Or you can message us on Twitter at Radio Sega or using hash wake up with rs we've got a lot to talk about on today's show including many great releases on this day it's been a great day in sega history not even just sega history gaming history as well so i'll get into all that we'll also talk a little bit about the news because there's been some exciting sega news over the past couple of days and we've even had some excellent news of our own here on Radio Sega, so of course I'll be talking to you about the Winterfest 2021 lineup a little bit later on as well. Might be a bit of a longer one, I thought, hey, we might as well, right? I've got some spare time, it's a live show as I'm sure you can no doubt figure out by now, and we've got a lot to go through, and also a lot of great music that otherwise wouldn't have a place on Sega Sunrise, so we've got to make use of that explicit tag, hey, and of course, plenty of great advertisements to keep the lights on as I'm sure I need at this point, but that's neither here nor there, so we've also got Nicholas Amand down in the chat, hello to you Nicholas, and I'm sure when he was lurking around earlier, you might have gone to bed, but hey ho, <laughs> it's, it's 3am over there, I can understand that, but if you're listening to this on the repeat, then uh, hello to you as well, sorry I can't say hello to you live, but you know, that's just how these things go sometimes, isn't it? Righty ho then, let's get on with some more music, and... I know you guys have been really, really enjoying Living Ghosts Alive, and some of you to a lesser extent have been enjoying Vermin. 
Well, finally, at long last, it wouldn't be a Sega Sunrise if I didn't play you something heavy, right? So let's kick off with the heavy track, and then we'll get into our poppy track for the music break. But let's finally get into a new track from P, and it's one from Tunithum Star. So it was only added to the playlist recently, and it's known as Yuboku Station Central Gate. When we come back, it'll be time to talk all things to do with the latest Sega news where you are. So don't go anywhere. This is Sega Sunrise, and we're only, strangely enough on Radio Sega.
Voting for Radio Sega's Fan Choice Awards 2021 is underway. 
Head over to radiose.ga forward slash fanchoice2021 to vote for your favourite song and remix of the year. Voting closes on the 30th of December, and the results will be announced during a special live show on New Year's Eve. Yes, you heard Grayful correctly. Get voting over at radiose.ga forward slash fanchoice2021 and be sure to vote for GGLS3. I don't make the rules. you you got to vote for it. Welcome back to Sega Sunrise. Believe it or not, this is still Breakfast Radio and we, you haven't accidentally tuned into Pick and Mix. That was a track from Pachinko CR Pio That was 1, 2, has 3. And before that from Tune from Star, that was Jigoku Station Central Gate. I tried to get some mug posting going in the chat. I feel like this is a very important uh, highlight. I posted my Super Monkey Ball 20th anniversary mug, you know, from Sega Shop UK. Got to give them a shout for such an excellent mug. You know, full of coffee, which admittedly has a <laughs> free sweetener in it, but that's besides the point. Um, and very text just posted a mug shot, and he's the only one who's mug posted today so far, so, you know... <laughs> You win some, you lose some, right? But in all seriousness, this is the news. We're getting into the Sega News headlines where you are. And let's get into, well, one that's the most recent, really. So, the Yakuza Collaboration DLC pack is coming to Virtua Fighter 5 Fine... Oh, sorry, Ultimate Showdown. I make that mistake a lot. <laughs> On December 8th. Wouldn't you know it? That's today, at least if you're in the same time zone as I am currently. Or one at least close to it. So, go ahead and turn on your PS4 or PS5 and get yourself into Ultimate Showdown and you can get yourself a brand new collaboration pack full of various costume items, various costumes for all your favourite characters relating to the Yakuza series, as well as various brand new BGMs rearranged from Virtua Fighter 3. So, a whole host of new tracks available in the game. Of course, as soon as we can find them, we'll get them up here on Radio Sega. I would have played some today if I could have found some, but unfortunately, I did not. If someone wants to link them to me during the show, then I'll, I can go ahead and download them, you know. But if someone wants to go ahead and link me to like a YouTube video is what I mean. But we'll, we'll go ahead and see what goes on with that. But yes, I haven't got my hands on it just yet, but I will be uh, in a few moments' time once this show's over. I will be sure to be giving that a play, but I do need to reinstall Virtual Fighter 5 because... I got rid of the download on my PS5 when I installed my M2 drive for some reason, so I need to get it back on there. I haven't had a chance to play it. We haven't played it as a crew in so long. It's been it's been mad. We need to get back to it. Uh, outside of that, of course, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Hats to Make a Colourful Stage was released worldwide yesterday in most time zones. So that's the English version of Project Sekai Colourful Stage that is available now on iOS and Android. It's a touchscreen-based game, so there's a bunch of people asking for it to come to PC, so I'm not entirely sure that would work very well, but, you know, you can keep campaigning for that if you want, or you can just use Bluestacks if you're that desperate, I guess, but... <laughs> anyway, I don't even know if the game works in Bluestacks. I know a bunch of games have protection against working in such emulators nowadays, so I wouldn't be shocked if it did. Um, but that's available as of now, so if you're at all interested in rhythm games or Hatsumiki, then be sure to go ahead and give that a go. It plays a lot like Tunethum, so if you ever wanted to play a home console version of Tunethum, this is really the closest you're going to get, so <laughs> give it a go if you're entirely interested in that concept. 
And then the probably the most important bit of news we've got today. Uh, so the returning voice actor of Tails will be returning in Sonic 2. That's not how I intended to work that at all. Tails' voice actor from the games, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, is returning to voice Tails in Sonic 2. As you might remember, spoiler alert, she voiced Tails in the end credit sequence for Sonic 1. So she's fully returning for Sonic 2. Um, as far as we're aware, the only video game voice actor to return for the second game. Sorry, for the second film. So that'll be interesting to see, because of course we've got Idris Elba as Knuckles, and we've got still Ben Schwartz as Sonic. And, you know, live action Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. So it's interesting, to say the least. Uh, they chose to go with Colleen. I'm, I'm not unhappy. I'm actually very happy at that decision. It's just kind of shocking. It's not the way I would have expected them to lean with it. But hey-ho, what can you do? I don't know. Just listen to Tails' excellent voice in Sonic 2. Because seriously, she's a great voice actor and deserves it entirely. It's just not the move I would have expected from Hollywood, to say the least. So, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. But there's also been confirmed that a trailer has been rated and we're to expect it any day now. Uh, that comes from various sources, but I've seen various screenshots saying that it's gone through the ratings board. It has been rated. There's two different versions, I believe. There's a 2 minute and 15 second version and a 2 minute and 20 second version, depending on your region. No one knows when that will drop yet, but... A lot of people are speculating at some point today because they announced, or the leak sites announced that trailer was coming, and then not long after, Colleen announced that she was still voicing Tails, so it's presumably somewhere very close. Uh, so we'll have to see when that releases, but of course, we also had the disastrous, I can't say anything else about it, disastrous opening of the Sonic Movie Discord. Um... And we've also seen some other moves from the brand as well, such as keep your notifications on on their Twitter, something like that. Uh, a lot of things which suggest that a trailer is dropping very soon. I'm excited for Sonic Movie 2. Um, Sonic Movie 1 I only saw when it came out. Um, I don't have the best memories of launch night, so I'm looking to replace those by watching it again with friends at some point ahead of the second movie. I didn't think it was anything too great. I think people overhyped it a little bit because they changed the whole, you know, Sonic model, so therefore it was this god-tier film now, which no, it, was a, it was a fun film. It was better than most family films, but I don't know. The people thinking it was worthy of Oscars, I think, were going a bit too far personally. <laughs> it's just it's just a slightly better than your run-of-the-mill family film. That's all it really was to me. But it was fun. It was a fun romp. I enjoyed it, um, but I'm looking forward to the second film more because oh boy, Idris Elba's Knuckles is going to be a ride. It's going to be a fun as hell ride though, let me tell you. Uh, but yeah, any thoughts on that? Let us know on Discord or Twitter. Um, yeah, that's what Jamie says. I, that's what I was kind of thinking as well. The fact they got Tails' voice actor but didn't want to get any others. They could have quite easily replaced her with a um, with some sort of Hollywood actor. But they chose to keep her in place, which is very strange. Especially when, you know, Knuckles has also been cast, like I say, as a Hollywood actor. It's a bit odd, but I'm interested. Yeah, a lot of people talking today in gaming news as well. Halo Infinite's campaign releases, and it's getting a lot of good reviews. Um, as people were putting out on Twitter, that must have been a difficult conversation at Microsoft. I mean, Master Chief is literally plastered all over the Series Xbox. It's quite awkward to go, yeah, let's delay this a year. <laughs> Apparently, they also had like promotional tie-ins out, like various drinks and snacks and stuff as well, so that must have been hella awkward. 
Um, but it's getting a lot of good reviews, so it seems like that extra year in the oven was entirely worth it, and all the better for hopefully none, if not a significant amount less crunch. You you gotta hope with these sort of things, but at the same time, you never quite know, do you? So. Hopefully it went all as smooth as possible for the team. It wasn't too bad and the extra year actually gave you the proper time you needed to, you know, rest and relax throughout it. But um unfortunately that's not a given with the game industry nowadays. But I'm hoping the best for the team and congratulations on the launch. It's a weird one though, because so many of the features that are just Halo aren't available at launch. There's no um forge mode, for example, I know. There's no co-op campaign until a couple months in. Co-op campaign? Really? That's like a staple of Halo. You can't take that out, but apparently they did. And I'm also hearing that the game's disc, so you know, the physical retail copy, doesn't have the full game on it. Which is a first for the Halo series. Even Halo 5 have at least a full game on it. It wasn't the full patched game that later came out, but it was still a game. Apparently the executable on the game disc isn't I don't even think there is an executable on the game disc from what I'm hearing. It's The game disc is basically just a token to install the digital version, but you have to insert it every time you want to play it, which... Uh, physical media nowadays, you're little more than an item to look at on a shelf, but... That's besides the point. Anyone playing Halo today? I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I technically got it on Game Pass, so I should really get around to that. Jamie says, if you have Netflix or Sonic movies on there, yes, I do have Netflix, I do believe. If not, I'm entitled to a free trial at some point. But um, I also have the film on 4K. <laughs> I got the Silver Condition that Zavi did a while ago, despite not having 4K at the time. Uh, a 4K player or a 4K screen, but I've now got both, so... That's probably the best way to watch it without hoovering up my bandwidth. Uh, Superbike's posted his mug shot. He's got a cooler mug. Perfect stuff. Look at that. That's a lovely mug. Uh, great mug shot, as they say in the business. Excellent stuff. Um, but yeah. Um, if I don't know. If you've got anything else to let me know about the news, be sure to send that down on the Discord. But I think it's about time we got on with some more music because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about in the release on this day segment in just a moment. So let's get into a track from Crazy Taxi Fair Wars. Now I know Fair Wars isn't exactly the most loved Crazy Taxi game, especially soundtrack. You know, people love to rag on the soundtrack because it's not the original classic Offspring and Bad Religion OST. And I agree with them, don't get me wrong, that OST is far better. There are a couple tracks in Fair Wars that really stand out to me, and some that could very realistically be in the original Crazy Taxi soundtrack. And oh, this is one of them. Um, coming up is Your Mouth is a Guillotine from Crazy Taxi Fair Wars, and then after that, we got a track from My My Orange Plus. So let's get into it. You're listening to Sega Sunrise. This has been the news where you are in the world. And when we come back, it'll be time to talk all things released on December 8th. Historically, not in 2021. That's been enough. But let's get into the historic news in just a moment after our pull and push music break. Don't go anywhere. This is Sega Sunrise.
Feeling hungry? Why not come on down to the Overkill Cafe? It's fucking delicious. Try our award-winning G-Burger. The double bacon, double cheeseburger with Varla's special sauce. Or why not our five-star Caesar salad? Why not dim sum? I don't fucking know. But we guarantee this salad, like our entire menu, won't blow up in your face. Or perhaps, most obviously, our special critic's choice chicken dinner. Don't delay. Get down to the bayou today and visit the Overkill Cafe. Back. This is Sega Sunrise, and that was a track from My Might Orange Plus, known as Caronine Destiny. Follow that from Crazy Taxi Fairwalls, a track that couldn't get any different. That was Your Mouth is a Guillotine. 
thanks to Scumman as well for that excellent advert in the middle there. Um, once again, keeping the lights on. So thank you to you, sir, for paying my bills. Uh, totally legitimately anyway it's time for on this day so we're going to be talking about all the great releases that happened on december 8th historically and unlike my first sunrise on december 1st where i was kind of scraping around for ideas a little bit there were some cool ones but it wasn't anywhere near as good as today i think this is the best day we've had so far in terms of uh sega sunrise releases so on this day on december 8th shout out to segaretro.org by the way uh 1990 wonder boy is released for the same sega game gear in japan we're only just getting started. In 2000, Samba de Amigo and Shenmue are both released for the Sega Dreamcast in Europe. Massive Hallmark releases, both of them right there. In 2005, Ryoga Kotoku is released for the PlayStation 2 in Japan. The Yakuza series started on this day historically. Of course we got a track from that coming up in the next music break. In 2006, the Nintendo Wii is released in Europe. Alongside Super Pokemon Banana Blitz HD, which was a launch title for the console, Altered Beast, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, and Sonic the Hedgehog would also appear on the Virtual Console service under the Mega Drive slash Genesis library. In 2016, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, is released for the PlayStation 4 in Japan. Puyo Puyo Chronicle, you know, the famously Japan-only Puyo game, is also released for the 3DS in Japan. In terms of other quote-unquote less notable releases, according to Sega Retro, we also had, in 1995, the release of the Virtual Gun and Virtual Cop for the Saturn in Europe. We had the release of the Wii U. Yeah, the entire Wii U console in Japan in 2012. 2014, Chain Chronicle released in the US. 2011, Marion Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games released for the Wii in Japan. There's a lot of good stuff on here, isn't there? Sonic 2 released on the Virtual Console in the US on this day in 2008 for the Wii. We also had, what else? We had, well, how can you forget Valkyria Chronicles 4 in 2020 in the US. Yakuza 6, like we mentioned, released. Uh, we also had the Kiryu Best, Ryogagotoku Kazuma Kiryu All-Time Best Collection CD. And even last year in 2020, we also saw the release of Puyo Puyo Tetris on various different consoles. Sorry, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 on a variety of different consoles here in the US and Europe, Japan, somehow wouldn't see the game until two days later. It was a Puyo game that released in the West before it released in Japan. What a mad, mad world we live in, hey? So we got music from a bunch of those coming up in the next music break. We got a lot of music, so I should stop talking. We got five songs in the next break. I told you this was going to be a long sunrise, and did you believe me? We got a track from Samba Amigo, followed by one from the original Yakuza, followed by one from Yakuza 6, followed by one from Popio Tetris 2, and then finally one from Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz. Let's get into it first of all. So we got to start with our poppy track, right? There, so we, here's the order of this. <laughs> so it goes poppy into kind of soft rock, into proper rock, into halfway between rock and pop, and then into some pop again. So, first of all, coming up from Samba Amigo, we've got El Ritmo Tropical version 2 coming up right here on Sega Sunrise, and we'll be talking all things Winterfest in just a moment, so don't go anywhere. This is Sega Sunrise only on Radio Sega or on your various podcasts of choice. We're playing you great music on today's pull and push show, such as the following. Do enjoy.
Having trouble finding that elusive gift? Then call on the detectives you want on your side, Team Chaotix. Be it hunting for a lost chow, the Chaos Emeralds, or finding you a computer room, Team Chaotix can help. For the right price, of course. Payments are to be made up front and are non-refundable. Team Chaotix Detective Agency is not responsible for any damage to properties or injuries caused to persons while conducting investigations. Team Chaotix may not be what your problem needs. Walkie Talkie Vector for further details.
a bunch of great tunes there! <laughs> oh, he's so grateful, joke. Welcome back to Sega Sunrise. That was Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz Island, Monkey Island there. A2N, as rightly pointed out in the chat. I, I've told the story before, but I also associate that one with uh, the likes of Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, because it plays on there more than I do with Banana Blitz in terms of my nostalgic memories, but for sure it's a great track no matter where you listen to it. For that from Pre Pre Tetris 2, a game that released a year ago today, we could hardly believe it in the chat, but it's true. Skill Battle, let's go! It doesn't feel like a year to me because I got the review copy a couple of days before, so it kind of feels off, but it was the day I got my physical copies. <laughs> Yeah, note the multiple there. I got a Switch copy and I got an Xbox copy as well on this day last year. So it still kind of feels like launch day, but yeah, it feels like yesterday I was just rushing like mad to get the Radio Sega review out um, onto podcast feeds. But still, what that from Yakuza 6, the Song of Life. That was Town Bully. By far the best track from that game, although the vocal themes do come really close. I did have to put choose between them and that, but it felt weird to not be talking over it, but at the same time, I um, really, really liked Yakuza 6 um, for all its downfalls. Yes, I'm going back and forth between saying Yakuza and Yakuza just to annoy people, that's how I roll. Um, I was told that I wouldn't like it much going into it, it was another repeat of Yakuza 3, so I thought, oh god, here we go. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it, especially the third act. The beginning's a massive drag for like the last, first five hours or so. But after then, um, once the story gets really kicked into it and, you know, sorry, spoilers, anyone who doesn't want Yakuza spoilers, uh, you just take out your headphones for like 10 seconds, uh, this is your last warning. Knowing it was the last Kiryu game, um, my entire way through it, it just kind of got more and more and more sad and I got more gripped and attached to the characters until it's incredibly bittersweet end. And if, if you've played it and you've played the entire series to that point, and you didn't cry at least once in the final five hours. You are lying. You are completely lying to me. Oh man, it's such a beautiful ending. Um, but before that, as well from Yakuza, the original that was Receive You and Kicking Off the Block from Sam Amigo. That was El Ritmo Tropical, the second version, version number two. We do need to do some multiplayer on Pier again. Yeah, Jamie is right. We all need to play it. I should stream it at some point because I have so many copies of the game and yet we haven't streamed it for like a year. That's on me, sorry. It's been like March, I think, was the last time I streamed it, so sorry about that. Anyway, we're here to talk about Winterfest. That's why we got the wintry music in the background. Uh, we got, of course, a bit of Twinkle Snow from Sonic Advance 3. You know me. But anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about the lineup. Now, I should say, I should preface this. If anyone was thinking about giving me any sort of praise for Winterfest this year, uh, I, I, I'd refrain from it. Um, I haven't been involved this year. <laughs> I drafted the initial plan, I asked the initial people, and I conduct. Oh, I composed a very small initial schedule. This was in like October time. Everything since about mid-October has been completely done by KC, Skyblaze, and Twinny. So please redirect all your praise to them. I, uh, since returning a little bit later in November, I've done a little bit here and there, but not an awful lot. So really, your praise should be going to them this year. Um, I don't want it. <laughs> Give it to the people who actually did stuff this year. Um, they've done a great job behind the scenes getting everything coordinated and bringing you what could possibly be the best Winterfest ever. I don't want to call the shots yet, but it might just be, you know? Anyway, 
So, let's talk all things Sega Sunrise at Winterfest first. So, on Friday the 17th of December, unless plans change, it should be True Skies. True Smiles hosting the very first <laughs> Sega Sunrise on Winterfest. Then on the Saturday, we should have Wrath, composer of all the great tunes you've been hearing in the background, as well as some great jingles. He'll be on to Saturday's show to host it. Then on the 19th, on the Sunday, we got Dr. Scottnik with his extra special Sega Sunrise. And then on the Monday, we've got the man behind the Critics' Choice <laughs> advertisement. It's Scumbad himself on Monday the 20th of December. In terms of other cool stuff to come throughout, at least that deviates from the norm, you're kicking things off on the actual event at 5pm GMT with individual Nicholas Haman. What a great show. Highly deserving of the opening slot, if I do say so myself. Unless plans change, of course. We have, as well, in terms of interesting events that not, wouldn't normally happen, 6pm UK time on Saturday the 18th. Pick and mix with myself, yes! Back for one episode only. I'm really looking forward to it. I've been planning a special episode about a game I've wanted to cover for a very long time, and now it's on the Radio Sega playlist. I can talk about it without doing one of those I've gotta play remixes or otherwise I feel bad shows. I can talk about the entire game and play some great tunes from it. So, I'm gonna be doing just that on my Windfest slot on the 18th of December 2021. At 8pm, it's expected on Winterfest at this point, but we've got Silver Saturday Show with Silver Sonic, our extra special guest host, 8pm UK time. We've got Mars Girl at 12am GMT, uh, hosting an extra special show. More details on that, I'm sure, soon to come. Sonic Cage Jones, The Opinion Zone. It's been a long old while since we've had TSS slash Sonic Cage Dome on Winterfest. I believe the last one would have been 2016. Uh, so that's with Jamie Eggman and the rest of The Opinion Zone crew. If all things go well, we'll have a blue zone with Mr. PT Kickass. 5pm on Sunday, the 19th of December. Can you believe, as of Saturday, me and PT will have been on Radio Sega for five years. We both started on the same day. Five years. Where did that time go? Someone bring it back to me. Oh my god. Yeah, that doesn't quite feel real yet. Um, aside from that, you got Radio Redux 7pm on Sunday with Kevin from Last Minute Continue. Area X is back for one episode only, 8pm with I Need Fruit. 10pm Nitro Game Injection with Carl JCRB. Blasphemous. Is that 8? That is Blasphemous 8. I should know that numeral. I've, I've been I've been to a school here in the UK. Roman numeral 8 is forever plotted in your head thanks to history class. Um, Blasphemous 8 with the Blasphemous Processors. 8 Winterfests. There have been eight Winterfests. Where have that... Where's the time gone? Someone tell me, but Blasphemous has been there since the beginning. So, of course, they're back again for another Blasphemous at 12am GMT. we also got the Shenmue Dojo back again for another year, 5pm on the Monday. Tom Campbell is back for another interview special. Monday at 7pm GMT with the man himself. Monday at 8pm is the Cyber Razor Cut with Sonic Yoda from Sega Driven. 9pm, the Manic Monday show with KC, and we got an extra special last call with Rob KTA at 11pm on the Monday. So many good shows, I'm sure you can agree. Merch as well at radiose.ga forward slash merch. Uh, unfortunately, um, what do you call it? I can't think of the words. Um, they'll come to me in a second. Uh, a lot of browsers now, if you go to RadioSC.ga, will occasionally flag up a security warning. It's fine, ignore it. Um, 
but actually the one on the website's wrong. But if you go to radiose.ga forward slash merch, it should forward you on to the Radio Sega shop. And once you're on the Radio Sega shop, you can go ahead and purchase the Winfest 21 shirt and mug. I want to see some mug posting when they come in for people, because the Winterfest 2021 mug looks incredible. I spent a long time getting that artwork all lined up and to look as nice as it could, but massive thanks to Cop K, who's the one who made the real artwork. I just lined it up in um, in my photo and didn't suffer a choice. So, <laughs> he really deserves the full brunt of the credit, but yeah, it took ages to get that lined up perfectly. Anyway, so many good shows, so be sure to go ahead and check out radioac.ga forward slash Winterfest 2021. Or if the link's not live yet, I don't know if it is, uh, go ahead and go to radiosega.net and click the first news post if you listen to this live. Otherwise, look for Radio Sega's Winterfest 2021 full event lineup. Well then, that's enough wintry talk. Let's get into the most jarring music break of the show. We're still pulling and pushing. So we've got two tracks coming up now. One, of course, it's the it's the uh, pop track of the two. It's from Tetris Giant, also known as Tetris Decoris. It's well, there's none other than Sweets Cross Sweets or just Sweet Sweets as it's known in the track. And then another one from Yakuza Kiwami or another one from Yakuza in general. Yakuza Kiwami Two A, the ending theme. I'm telling you, you're not ready for how jarring that transition is, but it's amazing. So let's get into the two tracks, and then we'll be back to end off our extra long, extra explicit edition of Sega Sunrise. Don't go anywhere, because it's your Wednesday morning, we're kicking it off. I, I mean, I think we're the only show today actually thinking about it, because individuals are fair at the moment. So we're kicking off and ending your Radio Sega Live Wednesday, unless someone else wants to prove me wrong on that. Which tracks such as these...
For one last time, this is Sega Sunrise, only on Radio Sega. What you heard there was a track from Yakusakuami 2. That was A, the ending theme. Honestly, my favourite ending theme in the entire series. It's so memorable. We've been through this argument many times before on Pick and Mix, but a lot of people don't like that one as much as uh, how poetic the original Yakuza 2 ending is. Um, For those of you who don't know, uh, it ends with Kiryu's arch nemesis in the game uh, Ryuji Goda dying on top of a rooftop where they've just basically fought to the death um, 
And in the original, you hear a very melancholy Silent Night play, which is a great song, and it does fit the mood really well. But it's such a display of raw emotion that hearing that song go as um, Ryuji Mutsu's last words is... It's, it's unlike anything else. I do love that track. And like I say, by far the most memorable ending theme from the series for me personally. But I know some people prefer the original OST. Um, the other track they replaced as well in terms of the vocal themes. There was another way more somber song used at a major plot point when, another spoiler, um, Kira gets stabbed uh, in the third act of the game. Um, they instead replaced it with a very reggae sounding song, which is awesome. The Sound of Breath. I love the Sound of Breath as well. Um... But a lot of people really don't like that one due to how drastically different the entire tone of the scene is. But I, I really like that one as well. So, um, as a whole, great stuff. Um, but, before that, from Tetra Giant, also known as Tetra Tecaris, that was Sweet Cross Sweets. A track I always play when I get the chance to play say anything from Tetris Giant. But anyway, thank you ever so much to everyone who's been listening in. We've had a great chat room. Uh, down in the Discord today. We've had Jamie, Mary Tex, we've had Callum, we've had Superbike, we've had myself, we've had Crayfor, we had I Need Fruit, we had Resident SD. Uh, I'm trying to scroll up to see if there's anyone else that I've missed. Nicholas Haman was here a little bit earlier on as well. We had Silver Sonic as well. And I'm sure some people I've missed. So if I have, please do give me a shout down in the Discord. Right then, next episode of Sega Sunrise will be tomorrow. And it will be with none other than brand new to season two. She was in season one, but brand new to season two, it's Rexy. So give her a warm welcome at 8 a.m. UK time tomorrow. As for myself, you'll be hearing me next on your airwaves at a time I cannot yet disclose, but I will be hosting a special sometime soon. So be sure to keep an ear out for that on the socials, you know, the usual places. Uh, in terms of Sunrise, I'm also not going to reel that for you just yet, but I am back another time on Sunrise. I do have three slots booked as of now, so be sure to keep your eyes peeled uh, on the rest of the Sunrise schedule as we reveal it to you gradually. But, yeah, Rexy tomorrow, so be sure to give her a warm wave when she takes the hosting seat tomorrow. That's been it from me for today, though. I'm going to leave you with one more track. Remember, this is Sega Sunrise Season 2. It is meant to be a wintry season of Sega Sunrise. So I'm actually going to play you some winter music now, believe it or not. But it still fits in with our pull and push theme. Once again, it's entirely original. Not taking any comments on it now, especially not from VG Beats. I will not be taking any comments from him. Um, my lawyers will be in touch, needless to say. Uh, the blatant plagiarism of my idea. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, thank you to VG Beats for agreeing to the madness <laughs> that you've heard today. Uh, but let me use his idea. Hugely uh, appreciated. But we got a track coming up from Shin Sakura Wars. It's known as Kiseki no Kane, also known as, oh goodness, Taisho Niju Yuban. Thank you ever so much for listening to Sega Sunrise. It's been great talking to you. Have a great rest of your day. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Sega Sunrise. You've been waking up with us. And we've got one more track to leave you on. See you all next time. And have a fantastic day, I guess. Fingers crossed for you all. Have a good one.
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. 